Hey, what's up? It's Jamie Johnson from Hatebreed. And Frank also. And you're listening to the Beer Man Beer Podcast with Keg Kettles and Johnny Benson. Rock on. This is the podcast streaming in your ear about comedy, concerts, and beer. Pilsners, bloggers, and IPAs. Liquid courage just to take the stage. Backstage pass, got to feel it right. And everyone's welcome like an open mic. Getting drunk, waiting for the last man to fall. When it's time to take a shot, we yell, Cannonball! Jokes got you smiling from ear to ear. Our beverage of choice is beer, man, beer. Get back and relax while the beer foam settles. Now here's your hosts, Johnny Benson and Keg Kettles. It's Beer Man Beer. How's it going, everybody? I'm Johnny Benson. And I'm It's Too Early Keg Kettles. It is early in the morning. We're oh, having ourselves a little brunch episode. And we're this all the way from New York City. One of my favorite stand-up comedians, Dustin Chaffin's with us, everybody. Yay. Yay, there we go. There we go. <laughs> take two. Take two. This is take two. Yeah, we screwed up the first one, but that's, uh, you know how it yeah, works. It's a beer podcast. That's what you expect. It's a yeah. beer podcast. Yeah. And uh, Listen, I was drinking last night, so uh, of course yeah. Were. Of course you were. Yeah, it's you a little were, rough. As you should. A little Appreciate rough. you waking up early for this. This is great. Yeah, man. Now, Dustin, uh, Dustin drinks no alcohol. Right. I mean, yeah, but I'm not one of those weird people. I'm not going to like take you into my cult. You know what I mean? I just, you know, it's kind of like I don't eat beef kind of thing. You know what I mean? I just, well, so yeah, you're cool with yeah. us though, right? We yeah, okay. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm not one of those weirdos. I'm not going to be like, hey, come do a meeting. And I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> I, just, I just, you know, it's just had a few run ins that were a little rough and just figured, you know, I'd clean up a bit, you know. So do you attend meetings? I used to. I don't do that anymore. I had to fire my sponsor because he uh, he told me to stop doing stand up for a while. Like, and I was like, dude, like this is all I have left. Like, you're gonna like, how am I gonna not do stand up? Like, I got nothing without stand up. So it was like, and then and then I just after that I stopped going to anything altogether. I was just like, so is that like because of going to bars? There's that temptation of drinking. It was just he wanted me to focus on something. I was like, dude, just I don't know. It was just a weird, it was a weird thing to ask an artist to do. It's like not do their art. Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, it was just weird. So anyway, I had a bad taste in my mouth after that. So I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm cool. I'm that guy that can like hang out at the bar, drink a non-alcoholic beer or Red Bull and just party with everybody doing lines and drinking and going crazy. Like I, it doesn't really affect me anymore. Well, I'm glad you mentioned non-alcoholic beer because we have some <laughs> right here on the table from uh, Athletic Brewing. We got a brewery right here in Stratford that makes all oh, wow. craft non-alcoholic beers. I know you will enjoy them. I wish you could be here with us today in studio, but due to uh, the world we live in these days, we're doing so this weird. over Zoom. And uh, speaking of Zoom, too, Dustin, you got an album out right now. <laughs> it is the Zoom album 2020 from Comedy Records, and it's available on Amazon and iTunes. It's for people to purchase. You can check it out. I listened to it over the weekend. I loved it. Tell Great. us all about the show, the, the album. Uh, thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things where when this whole thing went down, you know, I was just like, what am I going to do for my sanity? Because I don't drink. So I need something. I need somewhere to put that energy. You know what I mean? I don't I, <laughs> I don't have a way to relax. So stand up is my way of kind of like dealing with shit. So I just started doing Zoom shows. And uh, the bar is so low on these Zoom shows. Like, Ooh, yeah, you know I've seen I mean? some. Like, yeah, it's like you don't have to crush. You know, the fact if you're not doing new material on a Zoom, kill yourself. Seriously. There you like, go. <laughs> it's, it's like these. I see these guys trying to do their A stuff on, you know, on a 13-inch Mac. It's like, really? Come on, man. So I just started just doing a lot of, a lot of new material and uh, started uh, realizing, you know, I was accumulating a new act. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to do something crazy. Maybe I'll just do a Zoom album. I'll record it. We'll make it because I had a my producer Anthony Kaffer, who's also a great comedian, and uh, he uh, is he did my first album, helped me produce it. So I knew if I could just work with him and with Comedy Records, we could you know make something sound good enough where I could drop it on Sirius XM and make a little money since I know that I'm not going to be able to tour anymore. So that was the goal. I was like, I'm going to do an album, get it on Sirius, stream it out, get it everywhere. 
And, uh, you know, just kind of, it was really just survival. I was like, I need a way to, you know, kind of make money. I'm not going to work at the Amazon warehouse. That's so it. I need, I need a, I need a job. So, What's wrong with the Amazon warehouse? <laughs> uh, you know, they, I've, I've given them a lot of money. I'll tell you that. But, uh, so yeah, so it was just one of those things where I did it. It turned out great. I'm really proud of it. And uh, I told a lot of stories about my family. And that's yeah, a lot of stories about, yeah. it's almost like the chronicles of, uh, the biography. Yeah. Yeah, you get to, you know, I just, you know what happens? I think a lot of comics, you know, uh, it's like we get caught up in our 45 minutes and we just do the same act over and over. And for years you become this good headliner, but you're not writing, man. You're not like, you know, all the great guys are always writing. Bill Burr, all those guys, they're always just producing stuff. But there's a lot of comics. We get caught in this thing where we're like this Long Island, Pennsylvania headliner or whatever, and you don't write. And so this, unfortunately, it took, all these people going through all this horrible stuff for me to actually not be lazy. But, uh, it's like, you know, it just, it's, I'm just really proud of it. It was a good, you know, good experience for me to kind of just get out of my head and just take a risk. It seemed like you had a lot of, a lot of fun recording that. And I, I heard some of the, some of the zoom laughter on there was, was strong. And, uh, yeah, when you get a Zoom laugh, that's huge. That's that is, that's really huge. Yeah. yeah. I've been to some of these Zoom open mics <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, <laughs> Yeah, Zoom's a weird one, man, because you feel like you're just, you know, you're, you're performing in, in front of an intercom or something. Like, it's a weird, you got to get used to the, the idea of it, you know, just that it's really just about, because the thing is, people that are, that are on the Zoom that are here for the comedy show, like, they're just starving for some sort of normalcy, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they just want something to feel the same. So it's like, you know, they're excited just to hear a comic doing jokes because it feels a little normal to them. Uh, yeah. Okay, from back in the day when you, when you did drink beer, what was your go-to beer? Uh, I was a Killian's Red guy. Oh, Ooh, that's um, good. Yeah, that was. I loved red beers. Um, every um, my whiskey was like a Powers whiskey, and then I would chase it with uh, Killian's Red. That was kind of my thing. Uh, and maybe a bump in the bathroom. What do you got there, Ken? <laughs> oh, a bump. A bump. Oh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> It just took. I was a, a good time. I was a good fucking time. That's it, man. You were a real, a lame, real comedian. A really good time. <laughs> That's it. What are you dragging there? I just Jones? grabbed a rise. Rise from Athletic taste? Brewing Company, and I poured it into my coffee cup because it's a coffee stout. Oh, I like and it. I'm going in for a sniff. Nice, uh, nice brunch beer right there. Mm. In the morning. Ooh, that's good. That smells nice. Smells like your coffee. What is like that? Like coffee a pale, roast. Kind of, a, kind of a pale ale, or what is that? It's a coffee stout. Yeah, uh, it's a stout. That's more like a so more coffee like a Guinness. Stout. Oh, yeah, I didn't even know. Okay, without okay. the nitro. Gotcha. Uh, I, now I'm getting old, and I'm getting to need my glasses. What the hell am I drinking here? God damn, I can't see that at all. Right, let me see. Right, let me take a look. Let the guy with the glasses read that for let, me. Let me put on my bifocals, my <laughs> progressives, and uh, this is an autumn brown. Autumn brown. All right. This is called Stump Jump. All right, I'm going to go in for the brown. Stump jump. I'm going to see how it is. No alcohol in this beer whatsoever. Mm, okay. I'm going in for sipping. So no dudes with wigs when you wake up in the morning. I like Ooh, it. Oh, no. This is mighty tasty. <laughs> mighty tasty. It's, and you can tell there's just no alcohol in it. Yeah. Can yeah, you? No. Yeah. yeah, you can yeah, tell. You can, taste. you can definitely tell. Now, yeah. some, now, I did try the IPA from Athletic, and I thought I couldn't tell the difference between any other IPA. If ever. I mean, the different tastes of IPAs, but it tasted like I'm drinking a real beer. Well, but, um, it is a real beer, minus the alcohol. Minus the alcohol, but yeah, this I mean, tastes nice in my coffee cup. I should heat this stuff up in the morning and drink it. Oh uh, yeah, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think it takes getting used to, you know, with the whole you know non-alcoholic beers. I like them. You know, it's like some are better than others for sure. Um, not an Odul's regular. You know, Odul's regular is pretty bad. The the dark is okay, but there's some. You know, some are definitely better than other, but I'm interested in trying this one. Any You're a whiskey craft. guy too, right? Yeah, whiskey. Powers whiskey was my shit. That's apparently Powers what the Irish whiskey. drink. Nobody drinks Jameson. They that's they it. all drink Powers. So. You're a true cowboy, man. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I had an Irish buddy, and he just got me hooked on the uh, Powers. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have to send some of this down to Dustin. Definitely going to send you, yes, definitely gonna send you a, a four-pack, maybe an eight. We, we will send you a care package. A care package. Appreciate it. Now I will promote it on my stuff too. Because uh-huh. this this is really tasty. I do like this coffee stout. Wow. Did that. And it tastes really good in my coffee cup. That's it. Mm. <laughs> so, so it's coffee and beer, I take That's it. It's a though. coffee and beer, man. Yeah. For a um, morning episode real. of Beer Man Beer. Even though it was real. It's amazing. Now, um, 
Dustin, we know you're the cowboy comic, and you were originally from Texas. Yes. Now New York City. You lived half your life in Texas, half in New, in New York, right? How the hell are you a Steelers fan? Exactly. I was like, <laughs> Sorry for stepping on you, John. Because I hate the Dallas Cowboys. With the oh, Cowboys. Yeah, so do we. Well, we with, hate the New England with Patriots. everything <laughs> that I am about. And uh, I made a bet with my dad when I was like seven that the Steelers are going to beat the Cowboys. And uh, it was a big controversy in my family, the fact that I would go against the Cowboys. Because they used to force the Cowboys on us. We lived right by the stadium. And they'd always get, we'd have to get that shitty McDonald's Cowboy poster with all the players. I had to meet all the Cowboy players and stuff. And I just, I just didn't like them. I just, something about the Steelers was just cool to me. I think it was that Joe, uh, Mean Joe Green commercial where he throws the kid a jersey oh, after the Coke. That's yeah. it. And, and, uh, and I love Terry Bradshaw from all the Cannonball Run and all this stuff. Like, he was just hilarious to me. So uh, I just kind of, yeah, just, and I like the color black. So I like locked into the Steelers, man. Ever since I'm in seven years old, I've been a Steelers fan. Yeah, waving that terrible towel, man. Yeah, hopefully today we'll see what happens. The Browns, you know, they, I don't know. It's always tough with the Browns, but it'll be, it should Browns. be a good game. Browns are making a major comeback this year, huh? From, yeah, from I mean, all the uh, years of, of not producing at all. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of annoying. They're getting a little cocky. I mean, we beat them 31-7 to and almost beat them with our backup quarterback. So, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I think T.J. Watt's going to have a big day. I'll say that. Well, uh, the team with no name knocked the Giants out, so uh, I'm done for the season. <laughs> <laughs> they were hey, people players, gave them credit for, man. Yeah. I mean, they, they were our first loss this season. Washington Ooh. wasn't – they weren't terrible. And they and then other, they had a backup quarterback. Almost They almost beat Brady with that guy. I'll tell you, man. Go Bears. Well, yeah, Ken Kell's a Bears fan. He go, we go back okay. to the uh, Super Bowl shuffle, I think. Uh, How are you a Bears fan? Are you from you know, Chicago? or? Uh, long story short, actually the day of the Super Bowl, my father goes, hey, you got to watch the Super Bowl. And I was like, I don't know. He's like, hey, listen, I, I hear that, uh, you know, Chicago, I'm trying to think, Chicago at that time, they had one loss going into the Super Bowl. And... My father's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're predicted to win over, over New England. So mm -hmm. I was like, wow. I, I sat in front of that TV from start to finish, just enamored by Chicago's playing. And I, I've been a Chicago Bears fan ever since. Was that the Super Bowl shuffle? Was it that year? That was the year, yeah, 85. Fridge yeah. Perry. Yeah, it was yep. hard not to be a Bears fan after that. Oh, MTV, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. But just <laughs> watching that team play was just amazing. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's one of the best teams of all time. Absolutely. Yep. Top five for yep. sure. Absolutely. Now, have you gotten out to um, – have you been in quarantine, like, inside the whole time? Or yeah. did you get to play out at all? Uh, you know, for, for the first, you know, couple of months, we were definitely, um, you know, quarantined here in Astoria, Queens. And, you know, it was uh, – yeah, we were just tight in the thing. And then we went out to Maine, my in-laws, um, in, uh, kind of in the mountains in Maine. And we went out there for the summer, yeah, June till you know, about uh, the end of September. So that was, you know, that was good. We just kind of went out and hung out in nature and stuff. But uh, I did a couple of gigs here. A couple of gigs, yeah. Yeah, I was in Arizona and Columbus and stuff. I took a couple of risks, but I had to, man, for my sanity. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I had a couple of shows where I yeah. felt like a real crowd clapping and stuff and feeling that again. I did a roast battle last night in front of a fire pit in the backyard. Nice. Uh, winning. <laughs> I, I won. <laughs> you I, won? I, I won. Well, I, I won the, my battle there. I, I got to move on go. to the next, next round. So. Hey, congratulations, Johnny I say, B. I had to say real mean things about a nice guy. And, uh, <laughs> oh, you, you were uh, – you were roasting pumpkins. I was roasting Eric pumpkins. Shout out to Eric Hilarious. pumpkins. I can't do roast, man. I get I people have asked me to do them. I've written for some people and stuff, but I just can't. I feel like I I have a thing in me that I try to work on that it's just too too fucking mean. Like I just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I go after you. I go after everything you don't want me to go after. I don't know. I just uh, I don't know. I just can't do it. Yeah, but yeah. you don't need to either, you know. You, you know, yeah. some people are into it. No, I, I appreciate the craft. I think it's definitely a craft. And there's people that are good at it, and there's people that are really think they're good at it. But uh, Yeah, well, the, the key is to make it more more funny than mean. Yeah, well, Greg Giraldo was a good friend, and I thought he did it the best. You know? Oh, there was, yeah. There was something about you know, the, way, the way he approached it was just, you know, intelligent and funny, and just, I thought he was the best. I mean, he was When he so ever called uh, Kathy Griffin Tranny Bonaducci, I laughed so <laughs> damn hard. <laughs> oh, he's flipping out on, like, Larry the Cable Guy. He's like, how are you, how are you so successful? Like, he's just flipping out in the middle of it. It was great. The tranny Bonaducci, huh? Yeah. I thought the Apollo was good, too. 
back when we yeah, used to the Comedy yeah. Central roasts. Absolutely. And, yeah, those were a lot of fun. <laughs> Trainee Bonaducci. That's funny. still laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, no cowboy hat on at home, huh? No, I don't really wear a cowboy hat anymore, man. Did you give it up? Uh, it was, well, it's not I give it up. I just, uh, you know, my I've never... I, I don't wear a cowboy hat like people wear cowboy hats. Like I wear it like Bono wears one or Kid Rock or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'm just wearing a cowboy hat because I like to have fun or whatever on stage because that's, that's why I do comedy because mm -hmm. it's like rock and roll. You wear whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like Dice, Kennison. That's how I was influenced by comedy. So when I started doing comedy, you know, I just, that was the best part. You could just look however you want it. There's no like micromanagement in comedy, you know? So I don't know. I put one on one time. And, uh, you know, I, I'm from Texas, so it kind of fit. And then it just kind of worked on stage and stuff. But, yeah, you know, I just, I just don't – I'm not like the cowboy comic. I just, yeah, I a gotcha, lot of people will book me for that. Oh, they'll yeah. Think, I think I have. Think, yeah, they'll think <laughs> that, like, you know, I'm the, and they'll book me with a country band or whatever. And then they'll realize my politics, and then it always goes – Who is this liberal fucking guy? <laughs> It'll just turn. I've had to – judge like you know like uh, redneck contests and stuff and then it get all offended and like it just you know it's, it's a whole thing but yeah i just like to just you know i get i'm a little bit country rock and roll whatever just, just, i just whatever i am my i'm my, i'm me i'm not like a cowboy comic guy I, I, I knew a guy worked with a guy that was he literally called himself that he was the cowboy comic oh he was the cowboy comic and he was like a rodeo guy and everything and it's just like he's like I'm a real cowboy. I was like, yeah, I shop at Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not trying to compete with you, man. Like <laughs> you win the cowboy thing. That's fine. Yeah. But you know, I just I just like to be rock and roll and have fun. That's all oh, the cowboy yeah, has to me. It's no, you know, it's no religion. Do you have a big collection of hats? Yeah, I, I had over 150 I, uh, cowboy hats, and then I it was funny. I I donated about 60 of them over to my local Salvation Army. Oh, nice, man. And then I just, and then a couple of weeks later, I would just, I would just see, you know, guys in Queens walking around with my cowboy hats. <laughs> <laughs> like little mini, mini Dustin Chaffins just walking around Queens. It was hilarious. Hey, Dustin, how'd you break into comedy? Uh, let's see. I, uh, my first, my first set was uh, at a Mormon college, BYU. Um, I was, I used to be a Mormon and, uh, back in the day. And so my first, that was my first set was at a Mormon talent show and, uh, at BYU. And it was one of those things where it was kind of, I always loved comedy. I was like, hey, I'm going to get up, I'm going to do it. And then I did it and I got a standing ovation and then I never did it again for like a really long time. And then I, uh, got accepted to art school in New York city. And I came here to New York and I had a girlfriend that was a Mormon, a Mormon girlfriend. And she, uh, she worked at a hotel with Pete Corielli and they worked uh, at the front desk. And she'd always tell me about this guy that's a comic and uh, he's funny and he's just started and everything. And I eventually started hanging out with uh, Pete Corielli and met him. And then he was a bus boy at the New York comedy club and uh, he would, you know, uh, cook and clean and do all kinds of, they had a real kitchen, but we'd drop fries and all that. So he, he ended up going out of town one time and gave me his shift as the bus boy, at the New York comedy club. And so I did that for a little while. And in return, you would get stage time. So that's kind of how I started. I was a bus boy at New York comedy club for a couple of years and, uh, would just like cook and clean and clean the bathrooms and everything for five minutes of stage time. And so that's, that's kind of the short story of how I kind of started. Foot in the door, man. Yeah, pay your dues, baby. I ain't afraid. I'll, I just, I'll sweep a club. I'll do whatever, man. Hey. I'll still do that shit. I don't give a shit. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I ain't too proud. You know, because as, as, as you're talking about that, you know, the first comic that came to my mind was, was P. Holmes. Yeah. Oh, that, that's my guy. I, I groomed him, yeah. Yeah, and we did hey. see Dustin on. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, he was my, he was my barker, yeah. I, uh, I first, first person to headline him. I uh, he, I gave him his barking job at Boston Comedy Club. I used to run the Boston Comedy Club back in the day, and uh, so yeah, yeah, he was one of my guys. Him, Nate Bergazzi, uh, Jamie Kilstein, a bunch of them, they all came through the chafe. That's it, man. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Chase launched a lot of careers there, man. Yeah, I like I I I see Nate. You Nate too, Bargazzi. you too, man. Yeah, no, we, we made some people. <laughs> There's no Gino Bisconte. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he'd love that. <laughs> oh, he'd love it. Gino owes everything to you. And me, yeah. too. You were the first person to headline me. Like, Really? Get out of here. Yeah, I think so, yeah. On the road? Really? 
Well, I mean, yeah, Essex. I think that uh, chi- what was that place that uh, uh, Martinis? Essex. Essex oh, Iron Chef. We had a place called Iron, Iron Chef. Chef. That was the greatest room. I love yeah, that. Yeah, man. That was a uh, amphitheater behind a Japanese restaurant. That's, it had a balcony. Are... It was a good. It was the first place I performed with a balcony. It was so badass. Yeah, that, that place a, doesn't exist. A lot of fun no. anymore. I think I gave uh, Stacy Pressman her first uh, road gig too. Now she's running for mayor. That, that, that's hilarious. <laughs> What's her platform? Selfies? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dustin, would, would you uh, vote for her? Nah, probably not. I like her as a person. Absolutely. Uh, you know, she's a good person. I, I would not vote. Like, I'm not against her by any no, means. No. But I, uh, yeah, you know, I just, I don't know. After what we've went through, um, kind of prefer a politician with a little bit of experience. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, I think I that's. You. That's yeah. That's not a. That's something we should think about a little more these days. <laughs> She's gonna win. Experiment is over. Let's that's let's it. go with professionals. Oh yeah, no doubt. Oh, it's good time. I, I was thinking about some of the crazy gigs we'd done back in the day, and I remember we uh, we were at a place called Yummy Yummy, and uh, oh my god, that was <laughs> Dustin was headlining the, the story. Show. Tell the story. So <laughs> it was it was a it was a Chinese restaurant. I was going to say, is that a Chinese it restaurant? Was a Chinese restaurant, and uh, Dustin's. You know, I think it was a pretty crowded room too, it right? It was okay. It was it was one of those kind of. We've had some great shows and we had some okay shows. That was an okay show. That was an okay show, but uh, I think maybe thirty minutes into your yeah, about our set, man. I think the yeah. uh, the owner of the place got up, got on the microphone, and wanted to thank everybody for being. No, 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 no. <laughs> grabbed the microphone from yeah. me. Let's, let's the be microphone. clear. Just right up on stage <laughs> in the middle of my set. Just says, excuse me, and then like I'm just doing my set and just grabs it. I have an announcement, announcement, and like grabs the microphone. <laughs> and just like takes over my whole set <laughs> yeah, you wanted to thank everybody for coming out in the middle of Jason's set yeah it's like what are you doing uh, did he give you back the mic I think I got it back and made fun of him and stuff like it was just a, oh, I yeah, didn't yeah, follow yeah. that oh, I, was, I tried I mean I did all I could do you know <laughs> that's crazy yeah I've, I've had that happen Great a couple stories. times getting heckled by owners and stuff like that's happened more than it should you know, I've had a lot of experience. I've had owners like on the front row just heckling me and stuff. Oh, that's awful. Shows. It's like, dude, what's wrong with you? Like, you wanted me to be here to provide a comedy show for you, you know, for your shitty bar. And then you're just going to heckle me the entire time. That's happened probably 10 times that's happened. Yeah, there was a bartender we had at a place called Playbook in North Haven. He would just shout at the comedians because he thought that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. No, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, man, it's weird how like people think that's part of the whole thing, you know? No, no, no. It's because doesn't help. Of, yeah, people they're psyche. They think that's that's what comedy is, you know. It's like re- really weird, man. I had a meltdown one time. I was on Howard Stern. They did the um, uh, it was the one of those was a killer be killed or whatever. Oh yeah, it was like a contest. And I was it, with you. I was with you. Oh, were you? I yes. Yeah, and then in the middle of it. You know, I had a breakdown because it was like Shuley's heckling me and he's mean and he's and, going and after that's your me. Friend, right? He's going after me like about my comedy and stuff. And it just and I couldn't take it. I was like, really, dude, you're gonna embarrass me in front of and I just I couldn't take the fact that they were kind of encouraging this heckling thing to happen. Yeah. And it was like it just I you know, I did well when I just did my stand up. I got mm-hmm. to the next round, but when they did the heckling round, I for some reason I just snapped. Yeah, he called you Ron Zombie, I think. Yeah, it was just like, it was just really the fucking Ron worst. Zombie. <laughs> Well, he was dressed all rock star and stuff. But, oh. uh, I was dressed as me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I banged a girl once. She thought I was Rob Zombie. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Asian, by the way. Yeah. All right. Well, she couldn't see. <laughs> oh. All right. Hey, on that note, let's take a take a break to take a whiz, and uh, we'll come back. We got to hear some. Uh, Dustin's Mike Lawrence, favorite. good to see you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin's favorite tunes. I know we always talk tunes, and I know Dustin loves music. And uh, I do. Right, so we're going to take a pause. We'll be right back. It was like tearing up tendons within inches from the floor. Remembering the day I had to see you go. Now I hear whispers late at night. That an angel's wish was not to die A halo is torn in two
Hey, it's Beer Man Beer. We're here with Dustin Chafin. Did I spray a little beer on you there, Keg Kettles? Yeah, man. I just took a shower, too, man. All right, man. That's all right. A little beer never hurt? You didn't shower. Bring some. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got a shower. <laughs> How's that, Johnny B? Good stuff, man. I, I'm just cracked open a single hop IPA. This is the pilot program. It's called from Athletic Brewing Company. Yeah. Stratford, Connecticut. And I cannot tell that there's no alcohol in this beer. I'm going in for a chocolate cherry stout. Since it is stout season. All it's right, got, going in. It's got a little bit of a citrusy flavor to it. Very hoppy. Just tastes like a regular IPA to me. I think Athletic hit it out of the uh, power guy on this one. Okay, going in for a cherry stout. I'm going in for a sniff. Uh-oh. Hmm. I get a little cherry. Sniffing it like it's cocaine. <laughs> I'm going in for a bump. <laughs> nice. Mm. Well, it's actually not that bad. Mm. Sweet. Very sweet. How does it compare to other chocolate cherry styles you've had on the show? Um, it doesn't compare to uh, Matt Knight's chocolate cherry stout. Oh, shout out to Matt Knight from Knight Brewing. He does make an amazing chocolate cherry stout. They do chocolate beer now? Wow. Oh, man. Oh, I've been out of boy, the loop. I had no idea. I had no yeah, idea. I would say craft beer has really been a big thing for about 12 years. So the whole time you've been off of the alcohol, they've been making all kinds of crazy flavors of beers. It's almost like ice cream now. Mm. Yeah, I have a friend who has This is brewery. good. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it's like blueberry and stuff like that. But I never heard Ooh, chocolate. Ooh, blueberry. And breweries have been uh, the spots we've been doing a lot of comedy shows at in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, I've done a few. Yeah. Thanks for a good time, you know. These are some good road sodas right there, Johnny B. A lot of friendly environment. You know, relaxing mm. spot. You can bring your dog to a brewery. Shit, Absolutely. you can bring your baby to a brewery. Yeah, a lot of people do that, too. I don't recommend it. but I don't recommend <laughs> it. I grew up in a bar. Especially if you're drinking okay. again. I grew up in a bar, man. Yeah, you know. yeah. in the 70s, nobody gave a shit. You know yeah, I mean? your dad owned a bar, right? Now we talked about that. Not to give too much yeah. away of the album. Oh, sure. That. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a biker bar, and then eventually it turned into a strip club Ooh. because one of the old ladies got up and started stripping, and they realized, you know, let's just go with that. <laughs> Showering dollars at the old lady, man. <laughs> Till mom Take shut that rain. shit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think a lot of kids, I mean, it's like we were, you know, we'd go buy cigarettes for our parents and hang out in bars like it was just a different thing man nobody so, man. kids weren't popular man back in the 70s and 80s like they are now like yeah. nobody, you know nobody focused in on like feelings and how that kid's gonna turn out like nobody gave a shit now we we're drinking that water right out of the hose back then yeah <laughs> yeah man letting all dad smoking with the windows up like nobody gave a shit like, yeah, man. <laughs> remember cigarette machines cigarette oh, machines yeah. oh yeah man huh? you drop a couple coins in there and you pull the lever and you got a cigarette pack oh, that was the best yeah now, Dustin, you, you, you don't smoke the cigarettes no more, do you? No, I used to. I, I yeah. used to do everything. You quit everything, huh? I yeah, remember. Sometimes I'll sneak a cig. I'm not going to lie. I'll have like a non-alcoholic beer and a cigarette just to feel normal, like at a bar or something. How about the chewing tobacco anymore? Or no? Nah, I gave that up too. Or to dip. I used to, I love dip, man. I the think snuff? that was my favorite. My favorite was Kodiak, just popping a dip in, man. I love that. Yeah. yeah I, you go I, packets I or no packets? No packets. Come on, man. All right. Come on. I'm I've dipped on a few, uh, <laughs> few, few uh, dozen shaving shows. Now, yeah. now, did you swallow or did you spit? I'd spit that shit out. I'm not swallowing that. <laughs> Let me tell you, I know some get, guys that swallow that crap. Cancer. Oh, they get stomach oh, cancer. Goodness. People really swallow it? Absolutely. Do. A lot of people, it's ridiculous. A lot of people swallow that shit. I mean, yeah. on accident, I might have here and there getting fucked up or whatever. But Oof. So what do you do now? Just chew gum or what? <laughs> I just live, live my life, man. That's I it, man. <laughs> I, uh, you know, whatever. Just eat a lot, I guess. I don't know. Schedule for a New York comedian, for you, especially at your, your, where you were at. What's, what's a day in the life? Day in the life? Uh, of, uh, just hustling, man. Just trying just, to get. So you could probably get... work four in the afternoon until three in the morning in, in New York yeah. City doing comedy. Wake right? up late, you know. Wake up, you know, whenever. That's the best part of being a comic. I'm not a, not a morning guy, so. <laughs> this is even a stretch, and it's like 1130 we started. So, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it though. But uh, yeah, man, just, you know, wake up late, you know, do some spots, come back, figure out what went wrong and then rewrite it and then just start all over again. That's pretty much, that's the life of a comic. It's not that glamorous, you know? I mean, it's fun. I love it. I miss the traveling and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, that was good. Had a good run. 
<laughs> Hopefully it comes back. He should be good. Now, I know Dustin's a big fan of all tunes. When we asked you for a top four bands, did you have a hard time narrowing it down to four? I always have a hard time. I like yeah, a I lot do. of different kinds of music. I have a lot, of, a lot of different kinds of bands. It's like, yeah, it's tough. Because when you say band, I think you mean specific bands. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain people that I like, but I don't know if they're a band because they've been with a bunch of different people. So, But, yeah, it's hard. It's always tough. Hey, so you're on Sirius, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. So what got you on Sirius? I do a lot of shows over there. Um, I think the first Sirius stuff I got was um, Pete Dominic had a show, and PJ Walsh had a show. And Pete Dominic did uh, kind of one of those stand-up uh, shows where you kind of, you know, like a request show or something, like a stand-up live kind of thing where it's like, you know, people call in and say that they want a George Carlin request or whatever. So I did a couple of those shows with him. And then PJ Walsh was my first, like, talk show over there. And uh, he was like a veteran comedian and a uh, veteran from the Air, Air Force or something. And then he had a comedy show thing on there. And that was like the first kind of, you know, like – talk show thing and then i did uh, a bunch of weird ones they had uh, some lawyer show they, you know whatever i could get on there you know it's like one of those things where it's like there's a back in the day there were tons of weird shows on sirius like it was just they and they always wanted a comic relief so they would just you know you could get booked on there you know doing some weird stuff they just wanted somebody to break up whatever weird show they had to make it kind of funny so i've done a lot of weird stuff on there so thank you for coming on our show. That's it, man. This is weird. That's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thank you. Well, even though um, I love you, <laughs> even the setup is weird. I'm looking at your profile. And yeah, it's like you're, you're in confession. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see in the side of Keg's face like he's the priest listening to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really odd. I love it. Yeah, but Sirius has been good to me. John saying and uh, the Raw Dog Report and, uh, you know, all those guys over there. They, they dropped the album and stuff, so I big shout out to them. And they've always uh, kind of rotated my stuff. And so just it's kind of one of those things. Once you start doing a couple of shows in Sirius, you know, people start taking care of you and, you know, putting you on their shows. And I did Robert Kelly's show, Jim Norton's show, a bunch of those guys. So just, you know, you just kind of bounce around from show to show. So it's kind of like, it's like, like getting into a club. You know, it's like you, you, you pass a club and you start getting spots. So I think the series is like one big club. You just have to, once you pass it, then people kind of toss you around to different shows. Now, is your album on Sirius? Or? It is. It is. It's on Sirius XM. Yeah. They're, they're, it's in rotation. So, That's it. And uh, it's Spotify as well, right? It's on everything. All Not everything. Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Pandora, all that stuff. And you know, well, that was the goal because this is like the hardest thing I've ever done in stand-up comedy ever. Yeah. Is, you know, record a Zoom album and get it on the series. Like that was, to me, the idea of that is impossible. And so I feel like out of all things I've done in comedy, this is the one thing I'm most proud of because it's, it's you know, just the idea of just recording a Zoom show and then it actually being good enough to air on something like Sirius and, you know, other platforms. So, yeah, I'm, it's, it's, I'm exhausted by it, but it was, I, I, it was yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> no, congratulations. Oh, yeah. Thanks, I, I, And I enjoyed it. Uh, I, now I did... Um, I did try to listen on Spotify without the uh, Spotify premium, uh, and I got the, uh, I got the, uh, I got the album in the wrong order with an occasional Ariana Grande song thrown in. Uh, you know, but, I love Ariana. So <laughs> that makes sense. A few commercials, but uh, you know, so definitely get that Spotify premium if you want to uh, hear the whole album in order. <laughs> yeah. Or you go to iTunes. You could go to Amazon as well. Yeah. Are we going to see this on vinyl? Yes, um, I'm. You know that takes a little while, so it should be about another month, and I'm definitely gonna drop it on vinyl. Definitely, and we can get it, and we can hang it on our wall. Yeah, we gotta have definitely nice. hang that one on the wall. We do have quite a gallery here. Uh, I like it. Uh, when you, you have to call me sometime, check it out because you. Know. Well, I, I love vinyl. I do a vinyl show on Twitch TV. Yes, um, I do a thing where I just uh, pull from my vinyl collection because I have quite a collection, and then I just kind of talk to you know uh, jeffrey paul who's he was on the road in production and a lot of rock and roll bands and so we uh yeah we just talk vinyl but uh, i love it man that's what i miss about covid the most is like going into records i mean i'm kind of going to record stores now but yeah you know a lot of record stores are suffering from that but uh i i still try to go but uh that's one of the best one of my favorite things to do on the road is just hit a record store yeah i saw the episode uh you did where you pulled out a sinead o'connor album I love Sinead, man. Yeah, Sinead. <laughs> the early Sinead. Really? Oh, before... Before, before she ripped the, up the Pope. Bef oh. Well, I mean, I don't give a shit about that. That's rock star. <laughs> I mean, I think that's kind of... That's, that's, that's what I expect from a rock star, some shit like that. But, but it was the uh, Pope. Man. But that first album is fantastic. Yes, it's really good. I, I, I yeah. do... Uh, it's on my Spotify, too. Uh, yeah. Mandinga. Right? 
Yeah. The voice on her, man. Yeah, it's good, man. I mean, you know, she got a little popular and weird and it got kind of too political or whatever. But that first album I really loved. Because I remember there was, uh, remember that show on MTV? It was like, uh, it was 120 Minutes. Is that what it was? Yes, yeah. Yeah, Jackson. Yeah, it was such a cool (laughs) show. You get a lot of like alternative bands and stuff. I remember I saw her on there and I was like, ah, this is great. It was such a cool video and stuff. Were you a Headbangers Ball fan back in the day? I was. Yeah, I go back and forth like with all kinds of music, but I do, I do love a good headbangers ball. That was, that was a good show. And we hit you up for some, uh, some of your favorite bands. We always ask everybody what the top four is and, um, you're Rushmore, if you will. Yeah. So, and, <laughs> and I know <laughs> I have a weird Rushmore, but it's my, uh, you know what? It's nowhere near as weird as the one Genevieve Joy dropped on us last week. We, we've uh, had <laughs> some pretty weird ones, but th- this is, this is, doesn't even compare. Genevieve Joy had us talking about Barry Manilow. Uh, we we're, we're, were very happy to see your uh, your list. <laughs> and we did get a request from Greg from yeah. Lime Drop Garage yes. for Engelbert Humperdinck. And I couldn't Ooh. tell you what I know about Engelbert fits in a thimble. So uh, I don't think I've ever <laughs> heard too. of Engelbert no song. <laughs> so we need to get cultured and we need to listen to some Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah, on the way to the breweries today, we'll have to I think crank some up. We will drop it on uh, Spotify. Or, uh... So what's your top four, Dustin? Uh, what did I give you? Uh, I know the Colt. The Colt was on there. Firewoman. The Colt, uh, man. Colt's a good band, man. They're just like one of those kind of under the radar. I mean, they've done really well for themselves, but a lot of people probably wouldn't put them on a top four. But uh, I just that was kind of my big high school band. I think Electric really was the the album for me. Uh, Rick Rubin produced that album and kind of had this ACDC sound to it. And it's like, you know, you realize how they could do pretty much anything. And that album, they kind of rocked it out a little more than the other kind of goth stuff. But uh, Love was Love's a great album, too. But something about Electric, I just played the shit out of that cassette, man. But, What's the uh, lead singer's name? Ian Astenberry. Okay. And he ended up uh, singing with The Doors? You know, they did some experimental stuff. They had him kind of singing. He, he sounded pretty good. It's just it was just a weird time, you know. Yeah. You know, people people never want to see that too much. I think a couple bands have pulled that off. I think Journey kind of pulled it off, and like with a new singer and stuff. But it's hard to do that, man. And yeah. you know, ACDC is probably the most successful, you know, as a replacement singer. Brian Johnson, yeah. Now this one doesn't shock me. The Allman Brothers is on your list. Yeah, man. I love the Almond Brothers. I used to go uh, every March. They would play the Beacon in New York City. Beacon uh, at the Beacon. Yeah, it was great. I would see them live. I've seen them live probably about seven or eight times. It was fantastic. Ooh. It was great. They're such a good... I think they're like the, they're like the Southern Beatles. Like they're just a very talented band that just can, you know, just kind of like made us feel proud to be from the South. You know, that's the kind of band it was. And, uh, see, I'm more of a Marshall Tucker's fan. That's good stuff too. Yeah, they're, they're all and they're they're very similar in sound. Yeah, you know, it's jam bands or jam bands, man. I just love it. I just love people playing instruments at this point in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like oh, it's very sure. few bands that that jam out and stuff that I don't like. Are you a Grateful Dead fan at all? Yeah, I mean, I could listen to it. I'm not gonna, you know, you know, go on the road and sell hacky sacks, you know, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> follow them in a van or anything. I mean, Self-truly. fish and all that, fish and all that stuff. Vegan it's, it's, food. Yeah, it's good, you know, whatever. It's good music. I'm not crazy about it, but it's good music. Mm-hmm. You also got Prince in the Revolution. Yeah, love me some Prince, man. Now, when Prince. did Prince drop the Revolution? So, sometime in the '90s, probably, right? Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. I saw the revolution about a year and a half ago. They Without were, Prince? Uh, yeah. Well, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did they have a hologram or nothing? Dead. <laughs> dead. They, that would actually be funny if they did. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was weird. It was weird, but they're a good band. I mean, they had everybody, you know, the doctor and the keyboard and the, the two know, girls, Lisa and everybody. Yeah. yeah oh, they, man. they had the whole band just, you know, no Prince, but, uh, they jammed out. They had a ringer that came in who sounded like Prince. You know, he was a guy, you know, he, they had two of them, actually. One guy was like a guy that would go high with like, you know, Kiss and songs like that. And they had another guy that was, you know, a little more soulful stuff. But yeah, it was, it was cool. They're, they were a talented band. I liked them as, I just, I love that Purple Rain album. I think it's fantastic. So I like Prince and the Revolution. Iconic. For sure. Rockin'. All right, now, number four on Dustin's list. Motorhead. 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 Uh, another great band live. Uh, I did get a chance to see Motorhead open for Iron Maiden. Did you? Nice. Uh, 
Yeah, Motorhead was great. Just pure rock and roll, no bullshit, no ballads, no sellouts. You know, just just great rock music, man. Just pure heavy metal, man. I just, I just, and I love everything that band's about. Big fan of Lemmy Keg Kettles. Who's still alive from that band? Oh, good question. Because I think Animal's dead, right? The drummer. Yeah, yeah. You got Lemmy. So, guitar player. Is anybody still alive from that band? I hope not. <laughs> I think that's the question that we all need to know. <laughs> because when somebody's alive, then they try to put the whole, they put somebody else, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if you're going to get like, anybody else to do yeah, that. Like Leonard Skinner, like, they still try to tour. You're like, come on, dude. There's like one, somebody's cousins left. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought they were done. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they toured like two years ago. And it was like, literally, it was somebody's relative that was like in the band. Is the Allman Brothers the band you've seen live the most, or is it someone else? Um, maybe, yeah. The Cult I've seen uh, quite a few times. It's a toss-up between this. Here's the funny one: Dwight Yoakam. Uh, oh, Dwight Yoakam, cool. Uh, Allman Brothers and um, the Cult's probably the most I've seen live. And Willie Nelson, I've seen Willie Nelson. Oh, nice. A few times. I never got to see Willie live. Ne- never saw. Yeah. No. You probably still can, man. That Maybe guy, this year. That guy's still going, man. And he sounds great. Like he does, you know, solos and the guitar and he's like puck, you know, he's just great. The whole the whole family's amazing. Like his it's son the is his son, yeah, it is. His it's son is a his son is a great guitar player. I think the band I saw the most is Huey Lewis in the news. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, actually, a, it is a tie. And the the other band I seen well, as hold many on times. a second. Let me uh I got a funny um I remember I was a uh, I was a cater waiter. <laughs> and uh at the tuxedo and all the bullshit you know you're paying your dues is, you know you fucking day jobs and shit and i remember i did this high-end african-american event like celebrities uh-huh. and it was like bill cosby brian gumbel like all these like high-end people and then we had to do this french service thing where you like you have one spoon under your pinky and a thing and you scoop the gravy it's a it's terrifying you're, hoping, <laughs> you're just like trying to scoop this chicken and put the gravy on top and hope you don't spill it all over brian gumbel's wife or whatever <laughs> whole thing and then I look over and they have entertainment. It's all African American, the elite, like everybody, Danzel type people. And look over and the band is Hugh Lewis in the news. <laughs> don't take money, don't take fame. <laughs> That's awesome. Don't need no credit card. Back in to time, yeah. Tree. Like, That's what yeah, they open with. Yeah, uh, I was actually, uh, I've been to a concert with Dustin. Yeah, which one was that, John? That was the other band I've seen the most. That would be Corn. Corn. Yes. Hey, remember the time we went to Corn? Was it with Big J and stuff? That was or? with Big J Okerson, uh, Nate Bargatze, mm. Gina Brion, mm. me and you. I guess I was the check spot in that group. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I loved it over there. That's what was that PNC uh, Art Center thing? Uh, was it? Um, well, wasn't was Jones it? Beach? I don't remember. I don't know if it was Jones Beach. I think it was that PNC Arts thing in Jersey, whatever. Uh, whatever that thing is. Oh, um, I saw uh, Iron Maiden open for Sabbath there with uh, Bill Burr, Big J, and uh, who else? Uh, Joe DeRosa. That wow. Was, that was amazing. That's great when you get a good lineup of comics to go check out a comic concert. Man. Yeah. Was a- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the corn show was funny. It was, uh, it was the first time Nate Bergazzi had ever been in a mosh pit. And I don't think he <laughs> realized how it worked. And so he was like, <laughs> just trying to fight people. and stuff. It was just so funny. He was so drunk and he was just like, you know, getting hit and then bouncer watching him bounce around in a mosh pit was hilarious oh do you remember uh, the guy trying to tip over the uh uh the portal blade on me i was i was peeing in the portal potty uh, and someone I tried to tip it over I had, you and nate I had to come so. get him off me it's hilarious i was probably really? back then, so i don't remember i think so yeah that's fucking yeah I, I just heard boom boom let's tip it over let's tip it over and i was texting oh, no. i was texting dustin while i was peeing <laughs> Help! Help! <laughs> you guys came right over. Oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> always good times when you hang out with comedians. Right? Oh, man. Oh, man. Jay, we always ask everybody, just about all our guests, uh, if they had a super band hmm. and put together any artists together to make one super band for one big rock show. Actually, obviously, fantasy. So it could be, as you said, dead or alive. Any, any, any artists, who would your band be? Uh, let's see. I, what did I send you? Um, lead vocals. singer, vocals. I'm going to go Janis Joplin. That, that's yeah. a voice, man. That's I a think voice. Janis has Damn. the best rock and roll voice of all time. She's fantastic. Guitar. Um, guitar. I'm going to go Stevie Ray Vaughan. SRV. That's it, man. 
just something about that dude, man. He's just just you know, amazing. Transcends so good. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um, go Neil Peart on drums. Oh, got it. Because gotta. he's the greatest drummer ever, 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 yep. ever. Yep. And uh, you know, and on bass, I'm gonna go Flea. There you go. Flea, Flea's a good time on the bass, man. I like. I think he's fantastic. I would have gone somebody a little more soulful or whatever, but it's just, I just I really love his bass playing. His energy is amazing. Yeah, he's great. He's definitely he's top. I think he's top ten. Some of his you know his bass playing is a big big tribute to that those songs. You know, one that's so successful. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. You know, we we covered the uh, I did on my vinyl show. We covered the Traveling Wilburys, and I think that's one of the greatest oh, super groups, collaborations. Yeah, super groups. that's so cool. If you get a chance, man, what there's a documentary um, about how they came up with all the music and everything, and it's just basically they were just in a room just looking at shit, and just you know they'd write a song about you know the, the can of Coke that was on the on the counter, and just like looking. Around. They were that talented that they just put that whole thing together in like ten days, and like it was a phenomenal. There's also a documentary on Netflix. I believe it's Netflix. It's either that or Prime. It's called Echo in the Canyon. It's about the Mamas and the Papas. It's about uh, cool. Buffalo Springfield. It's about the birds, about the influence of the Beatles and the birds. And, nice. and it's it, just a, a great documentary. Um, something to check out. Definitely. Before we close this up, I want to hear about, um, we saw you on Crashing. Yes. If you don't, HBO, man. Uh, and I did the uh, mark out thing whenever I see a friend on TV. I took mm. a picture of the TV when you were on it. <laughs> That's a true friend. <laughs> you and my mom did that. That's it, man. I feel like everybody's grandma when I see my friends on TV. <laughs> you know, are, what we're going to do is we're going to print it and we're going to send it to you to autograph it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, crashing was cool, man, because, you know, it's it was great to kind of work with Pete again. And, uh, yeah, that that's a funny story, too, where it's just like, you know, sometimes it's like you really have to ask people for things. And it's funny um, when, you know, when Pete started filming Crashing, like he reached out to me. He's like, hey, you know, we're filming this thing. I want you to come check it out. And I remember coming on set and because uh, they did the old Boston Comedy Club all stuff. And so it was so cool watching the whole thing happen. And, and then but he never put me on it. He was just like wanted me to see kind of the production of it and everything. And then I remember. Um, uh, I was in a green room or something and, um, you know, Joey Gay come, came in and he was like, yo, man, he's like, I just filmed this thing with Pete Holmes and it was great. And I did the show and I was like, damn, really? And I was like, okay. And then I got on the subway and then Marina Franklin got on. She's like, yeah, I just filmed this thing with Pete. And I was like, dude, so I reached out to Pete and I was like, yo, man. It's like, I don't want to be that guy, but, you know, I'd love oh, to be on the you got to be that guy. But I would love to be on that show if you need, you know, extra. I don't give a shit, whatever. I just want to be involved, you know. And uh, he's like, yeah, absolutely. And I didn't hear anything for like three weeks. And then I get this frantic text. He's like, dude, what's going on? Are you going to do the show or not? I go, what are you talking about? I go, They've, the agents have been emailing you. And apparently they sent all the information to my AOL account. Oh, that I, I haven't checked in like a year. And you still have an AOL account? <laughs> yeah. Well, it has like five thousand emails I've never checked. Well, I didn't delete it, and uh, oh. so I was just like, you know, it got lost in this thing, and then I, you know, fortunately I was able to pull it off. But I almost like didn't get the show because of my AOL account. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. I, maybe I should check my AOL. <laughs> you have an AOL as well? Yeah. The yeah. password's fart. If anyone wants to check it for me. <laughs> That's old shit, man. That's old, man. I mean, it's still out there. Yahoo's still out there, you know? Yeah, man. I have an SBC Global account. My mom's got one of those. Ooh. <laughs> she yeah, does. She really does. <laughs> That's really old. So I got to definitely recommend some athletic brewing to you, Dustin, because you don't like the alcohol no more, but you do like the taste of beer, right? I love alcohol. I, I know just, you love it. <laughs> I just, I love it with it's all my fucking being. <laughs> There's nothing about it I don't like. Yeah. I just can't drink it anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all all right. right. So to recap. Yes. Recap. I like a good recap. Okay. So a recap is go out and get this album. Yes. Get the album. The Zoom album 2020. Zoom album 2020. What you are, can see him or listen to him on Raw Dog on XM. What else? On uh, iTunes and Amazon. And Pandora. You can buy the album, and it's going to be on vinyl. Yeah, it's got, vinyl's coming soon. You go to my website, and you can do all the. Yeah, as soon as it gets on vinyl, definitely going to get yeah. a couple of copies of those. Definitely hang one on the wall, have one to listen. Sounds great. 
You gotta get an autograph copy. I got an autograph one. Autograph I got copy. you. I got you, Johnny. Uh, I appreciate it. Been, I appreciate you've been good to me, man. I got you. I know, man. I definitely. Uh, when the weather gets a little warm again, would you be able to come out and do a love to? Yeah, outdoor I miss shows. your shows. I miss your shows. Yeah, they're, 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 they, 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 the following's still there. They come out when when nice. when it's comfortable and all uh, legal and all that. You know, they don't, no one's breaking COVID rules on my shows. Nope, not at all. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> it's weird when you, you know, when you do shows, I, you know, did some shows like I was in Arizona at the house of comedy and stuff. And, you know, it's like the only time it gets, it's funny how alcohol kind of like that, unfortunately, you know, people get a little drunk and that's when it gets a little weird after the show, like during the show, it's fine. But I think after the show, people, the mask gets sideways, you know, yeah. people want to touch you and like, <laughs> it's like you got to get the fuck out. After you get off stage, you just got to get out of there. Cause that's what it's going to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> just get off stage don't touch me no, 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 uh, they want to hug you you're funny yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. Weird. no selfies or nothing like that yeah, after yeah, group you know, selfies like, <laughs> yeah it just gets a little strange after the show well can you say you know once your set is finished okay i'm getting off don't touch no pictures <laughs> i'm out of here Thank yeah, he you. Wants, he wants to hear that. How God un bless. rock and roll is that? Yeah, it's un rock and roll. It's yeah. more rock and roll than just getting your limo and take off. That's you know? it. You, just don't, you don't need to talk it. to. You don't need to make announcements. It's <laughs> <laughs> not an airport. You don't have to announce your departure. Yeah, <laughs> drop the mic and get out of there. That's way cooler anyway. No touching. <laughs> no touching. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'll tell you something, man. We're gonna definitely send you some athletic brews. You want to go through a brews, or do you want to just go through the brews, man? Well, what we started with. For me, it was Rise. This was a chocolate, uh, not a chocolate, a coffee stout beer. I'll go with solid. I mean, granted, you can definitely taste that there was no alcohol in it. But, I mean, all in all, it tastes great in my coffee cup. All right. I had the the Stump Jump. This is the brown, brown amber. And uh, I, I liked it. Very, I will give it a solid. I will say uh, it is a, quite a solid. But I definitely more solid is this single hop IPA. It is, this is the pilot program IPA. I like it, man. Citrusy, hoppy. I can't tell that there's no alcohol in it. I feel like I'm drinking a beer. So I think that's great. And with this uh, chocolate cherry stout, it was through their pilot program. Definitely a sweet beer, I got to say. Um, I got a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of cherry, not to the strength that I would have liked, but I still think it's a solid beer, man. Yeah. But I still think, you know, drinking this stuff, it's like, wow, I really want to taste something more, you know, when it comes to going to a brewery. But all in all, I give it a solid. <laughs> That's it, man. So beers are solid today. We're going to send you some of these beers. I think you I'm need excited. to try some of these. You I need to try. That. Is there anything you want to plug before we go? Because I know you got to go watch some Steelers football. I got some Steelers football to watch. Uh, yeah, so please buy my album, man. I think you really like it. It's the best work I've ever done as a comedian. I do real stories. And about my family, growing up in a strip club, meeting my Native American grandfather for the first time, you know, my dad getting arrested on a family vacation, you know, like just crazy stuff. So I'd love for you to hear it. Um, and if you can't afford it, just stream it. It's fine. And uh, try to do the uh, Spotify with, you know, with premium so you don't get the commercials. And then <laughs> Don't listen like I listen to it. <laughs> and uh, I, got, I got a show, Dustin's Vinyl. It's on Twitch TV every uh, Wednesday at 7 o'clock. And uh, I pull from my vinyl collection. We talk about music. So check that out. All right. So uh, thank you so much. guys. Always a blast. Dustin Shaven. Hope to have you up here soon. As uh, yes. soon as we get a little more normalcy and uh, have great some times, comedy shows. All right. Thanks for man. having me, man. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. Yeah. <laughs> Go Brady, I guess in Chicago. I don't know. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you were like, how are you a Cowboys fan? You're like, oh, I actually like Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and I live in Connecticut. Like, That's right, it, you know, man. You know, who knows? Yeah. All right, take it, guys. All right, man. All right, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Woo! Yay. The awkward goodbyes. <laughs>